0: Discover connection Awaken sacredness
1: Become power. Join us for our show On Log Talk Radio
2: Welcome to Discover Your Spiritual Gifts show number 50. We're your hosts, Dave and
3: Violet.
2: Our guest today is Deborah Goetz. Deb Goetz is a world-recognized medical intuitive and multidimensional healer. As an energetic conduit for various light sources, Deb is also a medium, ascension guide, and teacher. As early as she can remember, Deb was on a truth-seeking quest, searching for the divine, searching for meaning. During that quest, she studied and voraciously read books on psychology, physics, new thought, astrology, and metaphysics, which provided her understanding and wisdom that fueled passion for her work. After her spiritual awakening in 1987, Deb began practicing an ancient Japanese healing modality. Since then, her guides assisted in reawakening within her latent healing techniques, including Deb's proprietary quantum acupuncture and galactic chiropractic. During remote and in-person healing sessions, Deb works with healing masters and individual's higher self, receiving information from their innate body, the wise body, to energetically restore vibrant health to all systems. Deb's work is entirely intuitive, meaning she doesn't use tools such as crystals or tuning forks. She intuits information and often utilizes energetic tools such as quantum stem cell injections or etheric crystals, revitalizing her clients' energetic and physical bodies to live the vibrant, healthy lives they were intended to live. Welcome, Deb. Thank you for being on the show.
0: Well, thank you for having me. It's an honor.
2: Well, you've been doing this a long time. Tell us what happened back in uh, the 80s. Uh, Were were you psychic as a child? Did you uh, suddenly have this fully blossom or was there a key event?
0: As a child, I was, I wouldn't consider myself intuitive, but I was highly empathic. Okay. So I I didn't see angels. I didn't, you know, have psychic experiences. But like uh, the intro said, I was always seeking after more. I was brought up in a Catholic religion and uh, things like what I do now and what many people do now was considered um, not normal and shunned so i i suspect that my parents or my mom and my grandmother probably had some psychic abilities but they um had hidden them probably
2: so so where where, where did you go as these things started to mature in you were you a teen early uh, 20s
0: um i oh okay so it was probably in my late 20s i was reading the bible ancient text where jesus said the things that i do shall you also do Mm -hmm. and i said that's me i want that i want to love people like you did and i want to heal people like you did so i kept seeking and asking and asking for more i wanted to develop exactly what he said we could do and so i started doing the ancient japanese modality reiki uh, after my awakening that was in the early '90s, and the very first session that I had with a client. So I got uh, Reiki one and two attunements,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I put my little business card in bookstores, and people would yeah. come to my home. I had a special room that I used uh, to do the sessions. So in the very, very first session, the lights were dim and the music was playing, and I had her, um, uh, my client, laying on the table, and during the session. I kept getting this information about her husband, husband, marriage. And I saw a capital T in my mind's eye. So I thought, well, I'm not going to say anything to her. I don't even know her. This is the first time this client is (laughs) at my home. So the, the feeling got so strong. It was like these words were going to just blow out of my chest unless I said something to her. So I finally said, okay, are you married? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, does your husband's name by chance begin with a T and she said no but 10-15 years ago I was married to my husband Tom and one day we had a uh, terrible fight a blowout fight and he left in his car to go cool down while he was out driving he was killed in a car accident oh so she was proceeded to you know finish her story and this Her husband, Tom, was coming through telling her, honey, it's okay. There's no need for forgiveness. I love you. I'm I'm in a beautiful place. And she's crying and I'm crying. And so I was a medium and I didn't even know what a medium was. (laughs) So that was my very first experience back in the early 90s of just thinking I was performing Reiki, wanting to help people heal. Mm -hmm. And these gifts just started blossoming up within me. Then it was in 2014. I was actually working with a shaman, and um, one night I was home alone reading a book, and I felt to lay my book down and say a prayer for my friend who was in California, and I was in Illinois at the time. So I laid down my book. I said, "Okay, well, I pray for their safety, and you know, and try to intuit whatever else." And all of a sudden, I saw three vertebrae in their lumbar spine with a bulging disc coming out of these three vertebrae that were crooked. So I thought, okay, well, I guess I'll straighten them out. So I just energetically started working and putting them back into place. And all of a sudden over in the corner, a 10 foot golden angel appeared and she slowly came towards me and embodied me. And together we realigned my, my friend's spine. That was the beginning of medical intuition for me. And that's what I call galactic chiropractic. That's one of my proprietary techniques that I use and people have, um, the results have been amazing. In fact, my friend's back is perfectly fine today.
2: Wonderful, wonderful. So do you, uh, in your medical intuitive work, uh, do you you always do this face-to-face? Do you do it remotely?
0: right now, because of the pandemic, 100% of my work is remote. Okay. And because I have clients in the country of Colombia, the Netherlands, and all over the United States, of course, most of my work has already been sure. remote even before the pandemic.
2: Okay. And when you're working with a client, uh, do you visualize them? Do you see them in your mind's eye or or wherever you go so that uh, you do see their body. You do see the areas that need attention.
0: I energetically lay them on my massage table in my healing space.
4: Okay. And
0: as we know, everything is energy. So I can just simply tune into their innate body, their physical body. And then I'm gen- I generally feel within my body where to go within theirs. Right? Mm-hmm. I started out, when I first began medical intuition, it was, I would just get a knowing or I'll see a word in my mind, a liver, or wherever the guides wanted me to go, now I feel it in my own body, along with that knowing.
2: When you feel it in your own body, I mean, do you get their aches and pains?
0: I get a pressure.
2: A pressure, okay.
0: I'll get a pressure in a chakra or a pressure in my stomach. Sometimes I'll feel their emotions within their body, especially the solar plexus. Oh, feel very intense emotions and so then we talk about that and by the way 100% of physical maladies illnesses, and disease and pain have an emotional component so we deal a lot with deep-seated emotions past life emotions situations traumas
2: mm-hmm. well you intrigue me with the, the mediumship side so in your normal sessions do you have uh Spirits, people in spirit coming through to help, or is that uh, just occasionally? Uh, how does that work for you?
0: The clients' loved ones, those they knew that have passed on to the other side, will often come through. In fact, I'll usually hear them right away. So I start sessions by calling in the healing masters and the guides and the client's higher self. And. Then I'll start the session, and all of a sudden I'll feel someone right away at my left side, and it's generally a loved one who's coming that's very anxious to communicate with the client. So it's not tip; it's not always it uh, because I'm very open when the when I do sessions. I uh, just allow whatever needs to happen first, whatever needs to occur. Um, in fact, a client might come to me with one pain or ailment but the guides will address something else first and that will be the most pertinent most important thing for that client to deal mm-hmm. with so that's just what we do i just go with the flow
2: now when uh, the family members spirits come through is their focus normally on just the healing for the person or do they say you know that's that's fine that you're working with them but this is a message I want to give them. And it's totally unrelated to the healing.
0: It's typically unrelated to the healing. They just want to show up. They just want to say, hey. And much like with that first Reiki session that I did, there was a very deep cathartic healing taking place for this woman who had held this pain within her heart for so long that she wasn't able to resolve her issue with her husband after their major fight. Most of the time they'll just come through. Well, I'll give you an example of Uh, About a month ago, I was working with a client who her father had come through to speak to her. And he was so excited just to say hi and relay information to her about how much he uh, appreciated her care for him in his final days Mm -hmm. and final weeks of life. And she said, I was just praying to my dad. I was just asking him to give me some sort of sign that he was near me. And boom, theory wise, so mm-hmm. see what whatever the client needs wherever there's whatever state they're in is what's going to be provided
2: hmm. so what what are the some of the challenging healing things do you uh, Do you run into things where for example, uh, the person has a health condition, but there may be spiritual reasons why it's not going to be resolved in that session
0: yes, yeah, that's um one of the most difficult and challenging pieces for me as a a medical intuitive and healer because i can see and and transmute energies but their physical body doesn't catch up with those energies and it's um very disheartening Mm -hmm. and so i have done a lot of research and a lot of asking the guides of why people don't heal why is this person not Why is this energetic transformation either not working at all, or why does it work for like a week or two, and then it comes right back? Mm -hmm. There are a few reasons, and I'm sure there's a few that I don't fully understand yet, but one of them is that a client may be somehow benefiting from their illness, Mm -hmm. and the other one might be that it's their soul's journey to work through themselves, when I first started um, encountering tumors within people's bodies, like I had a, a gal with a pituitary tumor, which was causing many, many physical problems. Sure. Her. And so I was so robust. It's like, yeah, let's go in and we'll just take it out. And it's like, <laughs> they wouldn't let me yeah. the guys would not let me. And I could remove some of the energy from it to ease her symptoms, but they instructed us, told me, that this was their journey, that tumor did not grow overnight. And it's their journey to work through their own issues, heal themselves from the inside out. And so we did continue to, I did continue working with that woman in healing some of her emotions to uh, overcome it. But I I don't know the outcome of that. So yeah, as, as enthusiastic as I might be to completely heal, people and, and um, very simultaneously it's not always the case
2: I, I remember uh, years ago I, I was going to a church this would have been in 94-95 uh, time frame and I've been doing uh, my own healing work since uh, 1983 uh, there's a lady um, a young mother probably in her 30s who collapsed at church and she had an a or, or uh, a cerebral hemorrhage or an uh, aneurysm blow and uh, so I I looked at doing remote healing on her and as soon as I put her on the table and started to approach an angel in armor showed up between me and her with a sword stuck in the ground you know like almost like a knight and basically was this one is mine and you know she she was not going to recover she was going to pass and that was just mm-hmm. part of the plan, and uh, mm-hmm. she was taken off life support about a week later. Mm-hmm. See, but they—they the... they made it very clear to me: <laughs> don't, don't, don't play with this one, Dave. You—you you can send healing to the family, but, but she—she's on her path.
0: Right. The soul is much more complex than what we think of think of a soul as. We're collectives, and we have our own journey. We just like this woman you were talking about she has her own timing and her own journey so we can't we we can't play god and that's no, one thing I no. and that has caused me to be very sensitive and very compassionate during the sessions that i do because it's not about me it's not about my will it's their soul's journey their contract if you will with the mm-hmm. divine mm-hmm. and we can't interfere as much as we
2: want to see them better oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Violet. I'm sorry.
0: Deb,
3: have you found that people bring stuff in the physical from past lives Mm -hmm. that could be healed in this life? Do you have, you know, because I find with my clients, some of them have pains, aches, issues that are not from this lifetime. They're from past life, things that need to be healed, looked at, reflected on. Do you find that in
0: your work as well? Most definitely, I would. I can't give it a percentage, but very, very, <laughs> for sure. In fact, addictions um, are a big part of that as well. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. The way they bring and they get stuck within an addiction. Um, so I, I know you talked about and you've told us a little bit about how your work has evolved and how you get new pieces along the way and I think I think in the beginning um it talked about some of your techniques that you've gotten like your galactic I forget what you called it galactic chiropractic was that what it was
0: right yeah that that was
3: a pretty powerful experience share you know how that's evolved as you began working with some of these modalities or tools that you've been given
0: sure Uh, For those who are listening that may want to develop that, the secret, if there was to be a secret, is to just always be open and trusting. So that's what I did. When I first was rather surprised, when I saw my friend's lower spine uh, misalignments, I just was open and trusted and said, well, I must be seeing it for a reason, right? So I just started fixing it. And then the angel came to assist and then I started calling my friends and saying, hey, I've, I've started doing this, this fixing of spines in the um, whole skeletal system, can I practice on you? So my friends would come over and their pain from 20 years would be dissipated and their spines would be realigned. One woman even had x-rays from her chiropractor of misalignment, uh, actually it was um, scoliosis. And after a session with her, with her, she went back and her spine was perfectly aligned. So I was just trusting and open and kept practicing and doing it. And then, so I was telling one of my friends, I said, you know, this is, so, I'm, I'm so thrilled that I get to do this and uh, I get to work with spines and help people. And she goes, well, you just got to call that galactic chiropractic. And that's how that came about. <laughs> I love that. I
3: love that though how how amazing to um have a tool or a modality and see see how it works so is it always the same angel that comes in or have you had different experiences with different beings that come in do you work with the same group or different
0: for the most part i work with the great white brotherhood of light and for those who don't know what that brotherhood is it's not just men it's a group of cosmic beings ascended masters including saint germain jesus um buddha mother mary magdalene archangel michael in fact when i first started my three main guys that i worked with were jesus saint germain and archangel michael learned later they're in the great right brotherhood of light so they're beautiful loving healing masters that that i work with so They're the the main ones that I work with. Oftentimes, a special angel may come in, one that the client resonates with. Mm -hmm. Those basic ones that I work with. You know, another um, modality that came through that I don't know if we mentioned in the beginning was quantum acupuncture.
3: Wow. So tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, that was pretty amazing. I was working with one of my regular clients on... um, she comes to me for um, spiritual counseling and um, uh, medical intuition. And so we were starting a session one day and all of a sudden, usually over on the left is where I see my, my guides and I they, they stand there and sometimes specialists come in as well. Uh, but this one day, this little ancient Chinese man was standing here and he was like really short and you know, had a little Fu Manchu and he was coming over and he had this little like medicine bag And he told me that he was going to do acupuncture. And I was like, okay. So he started and he worked very quickly and I wanted to know what he was doing and what it was going to produce for the client. And he said, you have no need to know, just let me do my work. And the client was very familiar with Chinese medicine. And she said, this is the way they are. So just let him do his work. And I said, well, I'd like to ask him his name. So while he was doing the acupuncture, And by the way, during a quantum acupuncture session, I feel where the needles are going into the body. And so I'm saying that as I see them going into the body. Hmm. And then after he's done putting in the needles, um, he always mixes up an herbal concoction along with uh, an elixir. And this elixir looks like um, molasses or sorghum. And he mixes that with the infusion of herbs that he made. And then he puts that into the physical body, the stomach. And this, he, he told me, works on a very deep cellular DNA level, doing things that even if we were to mention the, some of the things that I know that they're doing, he says, don't even talk about it because we'll keep be giving that organ or that system attention and ignoring the other because as we know, our consciousness directs so, mon- so much in our physical bodies, has so much to do with our health. So I'm not, I don't even say what these are doing. All we know is it works on every system in the body on a very deep cellular and DNA level so um so anyway during getting back to that very first session when he came through i said okay can i at least know your name i know you're little you're doing your work and you're scurrying around um and i saw like just all these letters coming through and i couldn't make sense of them so my client said well just ask him his um uh english equivalent of his name so i did and he said james so i've been calling him master james but then during a meditation a couple of weeks later, I said, okay, can I have your your Chinese name? And I saw the letters just stream through my mind. And his name is Master So So Wong Tsu. It's S O H W A N G T S U. So he often comes through in a medical intuition session as well. Depending on ah. what the client needs.
3: Very cool. Very cool. Well, I love that you're open to who comes in and the work that you're doing. Um, and so I, I I think that's a great story to be able to see him come through and kind of do work. Um, so did you know anatomy before you started doing this or have you learned it along the way? Because it's always as a healer for me the anatomy of the body I've always thought was really important. And I seem to pick up on it over time. Had you ever looked at anatomy or had an understanding of the body or have you gained some of that knowledge over
0: time? Good question. Thanks. Um, I don't think I knew any more than anyone else.
2: <laughs> you know, <laughs>
0: Science class or things that we learned in school, but um, like you, I was shown things. Yeah, I know exactly where the spleen is now. I know exactly where the uh, gallbladder and pancreas are and what they do. And um, I know where the the certain parts of the brain, I'll be given names like hippocampus. It's like, what's that? So I have to go look it up after a session to find out, oh, that's what it does. That's what they told me it did. And that's exactly what it does. So the information that comes through about the anatomy and physiology, is absolutely spot on. I had to learn about the lymph system. They showed me that, right? Uh, the vagus nerve. Um, one time I ha- saw a dysplasia of a bladder. And I had this woman that, um, was laying on my table, and it's like dysplasia of the bladder. So they want you to go to the doctor and have that checked out. I didn't even know what dysplasia was, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the type of things that occur during sessions.
3: I
2: love that. I think we're going to take a little break now. We're going to talk about the stores. This is an important message, so stay tuned, and we'll be back in a few minutes.
3: I'm Violet Rain, Master and Teacher of Sacred Priesthood in the Mystery Schools here at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. This is a program that I offer about once a year. We take on students to start this program. It's an 18-month program, which means there are 13 classes. We teach a class once a month, and we skip months with holidays. And on this path, men and women can come together to become sacred priests and sacred priests priestesses of the order of Melchizedek. The order of Melchizedek is the oldest sacred priesthood on this planet. It was mentioned in the Bible and still exists today. This is about walking a path of beauty, sacredness and service. It's about learning how to be a magical creator of your own life and using the universal mysteries to create whatever type of life that you're looking for. This path is filled with magic, about learning prosperity, about creating, about sacred geometry, about Kabbalah, about learning about the ascended masters, the archangels, the elementals, including dragons and fairies and unicorns and the mermaids. It brings all that universal wisdom together to create a way for everyone to have that joyful and abundant life that they've always wanted. I hope that you will check out our website under classes and look for mystery school or look for sacred priesthood and find out more about these classes and what we have to offer i look forward to seeing you in class and i hope to see you really soon at discover your spiritual gifts
2: well welcome back to dysg live show we have our guest today deborah getz and she's talking about her wonderful experiences and how she matured into a, a fantastic healer so thank you for being on
0: Thanks for having me. It's really
2: an honor. Uh, I've got a question for you. Um, so much uh, seems to be involved with the spine. We know that that's where the kundalini goes, and we see so many people who have spinal malformations, various types of scoliosis in different directions. Uh, we see slipped discs, you know, protruding discs, um, and then the really strange thing is many people, when they're X-rayed, they have what are obvious spinal problems but they're asymptomatic and so that's another very strange one so energetically when you look at the spine and people how do you see that tied into things that probably go beyond just what we say are routine physical of uh, supporting the upper part of the body
0: right a lot of that i found have as mentioned before past life um, attributes to them Mm -hmm. So I, I go into the emotion of, that's the first thing that they generally lead me to do is go into the emotion of what's going on within that part of the spine. Um, and like I said, it could be a past life thing, but oftentimes, um, oh, it could have been their birth process, right? They've shown me that even scoliosis And by the way, firstborn children generally have um, more exaggerated scoliosis than others. And I generally find that their births were those 24, 26-hour long births. (laughs) And doesn't it make sense?
2: The the marathon.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that the head of the child is trying to be pushed through through the birth canal and all that pressure is forced upon their body causing their spine to what? Cram up and curve, right? So during a galactic chiropractic session, what the first thing generally we often do is in energetic, um, what do you call it? Traction. It's like, uh, expanding the spine, giving breathing room between each of the vertebrae and discs. And then that causes a lot of the spine to then relax. And then I can manipulate it. They'll often um, put... Um, cosmic heating pads in the lower back or wherever the misalignment is to energetically soften that tissue so that I can straighten things out and manipulate it. But I'm not sure that I fully answered your question. Well, when
2: you see, when you see some people who have spinal problems, uh, do you get intuitive hits or guidance that they not necessarily is a physical problem that they have an energetic problem of, uh, possibly the kundalini trying to come up or that they have some chakra uh, congested issues along the spine uh, that's manifesting itself as a physical condition.
0: Yes, I can give you an example of a client that I worked on a couple years ago. Um, I found something in his um, mid-back, just um, kind of between the lungs and the solar plexus and He had a misalignment there, but more than that, it was just so tight. So I went into the um, emotion of it and I said, I thought they showed me a whole movie of in a past life when he was a young boy, or maybe eight or 10 years old, he was down his grandfather's farm and climbing a tree, an apple tree. And he had fallen out of the tree and um, the wind was knocked out of him. So you see how he had carried this energy through these lifetimes. And so that's what I found sitting within that mid back, like the mid thoracic Mm
2: -hmm. and just
0: opposite that solar plexus, the wind was literally knocked out of him. And so he's that fight, flight, freeze that he had experienced as this young boy had never been released. So we went ahead and released it. And -hmm. then he reported to me a week or two later, he goes, damn, I'm still doing great. There's. I'm noticing that I don't have as much fear in my body. I don't have as much fear even in my daily work. So Mm -hmm. that was quite wonderful to see that occur.
3: Well, energy sometimes gets stuck in the body, right? And so um, being able to release and and let it go and be able to do that is really kind of awesome. I've also found, have you found patterns within emotions like... um, what I'm thinking is, you know, different emotions, like lack of love, lack of self-confidence, lack of motivation, Do, do these emotions typically settle in the same area in the body, or can you find them in different places? Have you seen patterns, like connections to this in your
0: work? I sometimes see patterns, and to your point, we know that our bodies are our consciousness in form right there's no escaping that our bodies that it's that whole holistic paradigm of body mind spirit is very real so yes i often find oh anger maybe in the liver but i find so much in the gut Of so much in the gut. Well, as we know, the solar plexus is a very large ganglion of nerves. It's the second brain of the body. It's the emotional brain. So those of us with gut issues, of course, are going to have a lot of uh, stuck emotions that need to be dealt with and mm-hmm. uh, removed. And so I, I don't, oftentimes I will just energetically remove these for the client, but I also like to give them tools and one of the techniques that I have that the, that the guides have given me is called the AAL technique. And basically what it is, is by going into the body and we find these emotions rather than just sending them away because they may come back, right? If not dealt with, our emotions and our bodies want what we want. And that's the A, acknowledgement, acceptance, and love. So I take them through, and I also sell that technique on my website. I take them through this technique of going into that part of the body. um, And to uh, further answer your questions, it's not always the same. It's not always the same organ. It's not always the gut, right? I found a hurt little boy in someone's pancreas the other day. As little, he was well, actually a 15 year old boy of things that he hadn't dealt with, so we worked on that. But getting back to the AAL technique, I take them to meet that child. We all have those small parts of us that from when we were younger or past lives that haven't been addressed, but they want to be seen and acknowledged. And we really, I really see a lot of that deep. Um, deep trauma that comes up during the session. And so the client doesn't have to consciously go with me, but I invite them to meet this traumatized piece of them. And we acknowledge them. We accept what their message is to us. And we just love them. And then then they can integrate back into the uh, full adult being. And therefore, the healing takes place.
3: Oh, I love that. Because right? we have patterns to our emotions, right? right? And I tell my clients a lot um, if we don't process the emotions, if we don't work with it, what we do is stuff it and stuff it and stuff it and stuff it. And we eat those emotions and then we can't digest the emotions. And so if I heal that and take that away, the next time you have the same experience, you're going to do the same thing and you're not going to move forward. You're not going to progress. So I love your technique because it teaches people when they have these emotions again, how they can connect and work through them versus holding and storing them in their body, which turns to physical illness and disease, right? So it it gives them a tool to empower them to live a better life which is what we really love to be able to do so um and we'll give everyone your website so that they can connect but talk to us a little bit about some of the services you offer and what you're doing today and if people wanted to connect to you what kind of work you offer and services and how they can work with you if they're interested in doing that
0: sure thank you and all the services are listed on my website and Mm -hmm. there's a 75 minute um, medical intuition session so i usually do them at 75 minutes because so much occurs as you well know Uh, the other one would be strictly galactic chiropractic which is an hour long session where we often align the entire skeletal system not just the spine I often find hips that are um, cocked and rotated. So we straighten the, the hips, shoulders. We play, sometimes I need to even put the skull back on those, the spine correctly. Um, and then mediumship. There's an hour or I, I think there's also a half hour offering. If someone wants to connect with a loved one who has passed and... Then I also offer half hour quantum acupuncture sessions okay. and Very. also spiritual counseling. And that would be for someone and all of this information is listed on why you would choose a certain modality on the website. So spiritual counseling might be for someone who needs to know more about. Um, I'm not a fortune teller, but this will help them dig deeper into their own soul purpose their relationships Mm -hmm. career and path in general
3: awesome so what is your website if we can just tell people today how what where do we find it
0: my website is well first of all my name deborah is spelled d-e-b-r-a-h with no o so it's deborah at deborah com.
3: awesome and your last name spelled g-o-e-t-z those that are tuning in. uh, We'll also place it on the video so that um, on the audio on the uh, page so that you can find it as well. Um, I have really enjoyed being able to chat with you today and find out more. I'm always fascinated with people that do medical intuition because That's not my place. That's not my lane that I ride in. I do some of the other healing stuff. So I always love that people offer that and are able um, to help clients with that. And I so align with your thought process that our emotions are critical and key in any type of healing process because they are part of it. So thank you for sharing and spending some time with Dave and I today.
0: Well, you're welcome. It was really an honor to be part of your community and to um, relate some of the ways that we can help others heal during this time of great ascension.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Dave, did you have any last-minute questions? Were you able to get your questions answered today?
2: I just have one. Uh, You work with clients. Do you work with clients where you see them repeatedly or do a lot of clients uh, find resolution in one visit, and they, they're ready to just move on with their lives?
0: It's a full gamut of that. Yeah, okay. there are many that we just do one session, and they're good to go, and there's others who truly want that continued support because their lives have been um, filled with a lot of trauma, and so there are some that I've worked with for, well, probably my longest one has been about 14 months. hmm but that is not just energy healing, that's, those are also sessions where I empower them mm-hmm. to do this work themselves to know that they're the masters of their lives. Because people who have been traumatized, emotionally or physically, and in their past lives, their self worth, their sense of self has been shattered. Yeah. So they really need the long term guidance.
2: No, I find a lot of people you're peeling the onion and, uh, and there's, they can only integrate so much at one time. Okay. Mm. Okay. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking to you.
0: Thank you. It was my pleasure as well.
2: Well, and to our listeners, please join us next week or next two weeks for another interesting show. And please stay tuned. We, we have several of our practitioners who are going to be talking about what they do in the center. And uh, they always have very fascinating messages. Everybody, take care and stay safe.
4: I'm Kate Thomason, a.k.a. The Joy Architect. And they call me The Joy Architect because I help people build lives based on their joy. I learned from a near soul death what it takes to make a life joyful because I realized that that was what was missing. And when I brought it all back in, I realized, aha, this is how it works. This is how you make life fun. You bring the soul in, and now I have a method, a process by which people can have this relationship with themselves, their greater self, very quickly. And they find that foundation of fun in their life that they can use to build their life on. I'm a practitioner at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts so they can look on the website under the practitioners there or you can find me at my website KatherineBlakeThomason.com K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E Blake, B-L-A-K-E Thomason, T-O-M-A-S-S-O-N dot I'm available by appointment seven days a week I work at the center on Fridays from 10 to 5.
3: Uh, Hi, I'm Nikki Milton. I am the center manager and marketing manager here at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. I'm here two days a week on Mondays and Fridays, marketing this beautiful center and um, making sure that the center is up to standard for all the lovely guests who will hopefully come and visit us soon. I also own a content marketing agency, so I'm a teacher here in the space because I have a real passion for helping the spiritual business owners in this community learn how to brand and market their businesses. So I run a business class series every year on branding and marketing and social media classes, as well as a full strategy workshop towards the end of the year to help you get your business in line for for the upcoming year. And that is what I do here at Discover Your Spiritual
1: Gifts. Hi, my name is Tiffany, and I am an intuitive person along with being a meditation and Qigong teacher. I have traveled the world to, to meet amazing teachers, and they have taught me all about qi energy and the Taoist way. Now, these teachers taught me a beautiful practice called sum Meditation. Now, this is an ancient Chinese wisdom of understanding the Dantin Energy Elixir, and I'm telling you, this energy elixir is crazy powerful. This ancient Taoist Chinese practice has changed my life and I want to share this transformational energy with you. Do you want to heal mind, body, spirit? Do you want to break and change old patterns that hold you back? Do you want to open up your heart chakra and move more love into your life? Do you want more joy in just being you? Do you want to tap into your higher self? Then come explore this ancient Taoist wisdom with me. This isn't just a meditation class. We connect, we move, we explore, and we create. Come join me every Monday morning from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. I look so forward to seeing you there.
0: Discover Connection, Awaken
1: Sacredness. It's for our show on